Welcome aboard the USS Little Hero. This Galaxy Class refitted starship, NCC 73117. I'm Captain William. I'm Commander Vicky. And if you will step right this way, historians, we will take you back in through our history, starting with the NX01 Enterprise. We start out with taking care of going through history. Vicky's Adventures into Star Trek. I'm William. And I'm Vicky. And this is our second one, ep- season one, episode 22, Vox Sola. So, Vicky, would you like to tell them where they can reach us? Yes, you can reach us at Google Podcast, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Republic Radio, or Anchor. Which is where it all started. You can contact us mm-hmm. at Vicky's Adventures into Star Trek at gmail.com or Facebook. Vicky's Adventures into Star Trek. Correct. Hooray! So, Vicky, Season 1, Episode 22, Voxola. What did you think was going to happen in this video or episode? I thought that Hoshi had to decipher some weird new language. here, yes. She's not deciphering it, though, right? Well, she isn't really deciphering it. She's more like... It's more mathematical than it is a language. So, yeah. Well, it's kind of... Read the synopsis. It kind of has that in here. When a strange symbiotic alien creature boards Enterprise and captures several crew members... It's up to Hoshi to decipher the creature's complex language. 
Okay, I will give it to you this time that you were right yes, on the yes, button, okay? <laughs> I have to admit defeat at least once in my life, and here it is. White flag, I, I surrender. I was like, wait, wait. <laughs> I surrender. It's about damn time you got one right, you know. One. So, well, let's see. <laughs> we still got two more seasons to go, or three more seasons on Enterprise to go. And we have three seasons of Enterprise, of TOS, and we have six movies and seven seasons of Enterprise, uh, TOS, or TNG, sorry. And then we have seven seasons of DS9, seven seasons of Voyager, plus those movies, before it's all done. So we have a lot. So one out of a whole shit ton. <laughs> well, you... So far. I will make... Well, considering you've been seeing Voyager, and I kind of cheated a little bit and showed her part of the first episode of Voyager, because she hasn't seen it yet. I will make an announcement. <laughs> What's your announcement? I have been cheating only because... Oh, here we go. She's been cheating, everybody. She's been cheating. <laughs> cheating! When I go home to my home on TV on 1418 on my TV, well, Deep Space Nine is always on. So when we get to Deep Space Nine, she will be cheating a lot more on that one. Yes. But she doesn't know. She has seen a couple of TOS or uh, TNGs. She hasn't seen TOS. She hasn't seen Voyager. In fact, the first episode I've seen shown her so far for Voyager, she didn't have a freaking clue. I was like, "What is Scooby Doo?" <laughs> All right, are you ready to get into this one? Yes. Are you sure? Dun dun dun! Blast off. Okay. Here we go. Captain Starlog. Again, we do apologize if you guys cannot hear us or hear the show. <clears throat> the TV in the room that we're in is not very good. If I turn it up any more than where it is now, we have a it distorts the sound, and there's nothing we can do about it. I'm beginning to wonder if inviting the Kurtassins aboard was such a good idea. The Kurtassins. It's been a challenging morning, to say the least. Tosca. So these people that, that right here, these are insult, some Kardashians. Yes. He's insulting us, or we insult them. The Kardashians. Not sure. The Kurtassians. Ask what we did wrong. Well, you eat like you made. You sure that thing's working? I think they want to leave. That much is obvious. That much is obvious. <laughs> Whatever we've done to offend you, I apologize. Jaharatin Uturat Yuri Sasurat. Their hair kind of well, parts in the middle, <laughs> but it's still there, but it's like short. But it's, it's like dreadlocks off the sides, and then down the back they've got a ponytail. It looks like it's got like a tail on their head. Yeah. A, a big thick tail with a ball at the bottom. 
That was hilarious. I've never, I never noticed that until now. And a creature has shown up in the Enterprise. I wonder what it could be. What is it? I have no clue. He's never really given a species name. Does anybody hear that? static? Frequency distortions mixed in with the static. You've got better ears than we do. Well, it's that's because you the system. Have you the comms Because today is just not my day. How's the translation coming along? Slowly. Quadjak, the word for eat? What about it? With emphasis on the first syllable, Quajet, it means to mate. I can see how that might cause some confusion over dinner. Context is critical in every language, but Kritasan has the most subtle variations I've ever seen. A same word can have a dozen different meanings. We rely on you to recognize the difference, Ensign. You think it was my fault? I didn't say that. You implied it. I simply noted that linguistic matters fall within your responsibility. For all we know, it was Mr. Tucker's table manners that offended them. <laughs> but you think if Don't I picked up the language master, they might have not stormed off the ship. There's no need to react emotionally. Try to learn from failure. It could help your next first contact be more successful. Thanks. Commander, I'm picking up some kind of interference on the comm system. A high-frequency distortion. Is it a problem? Mostly just irritating. I'll track it down first thing in the morning. Thanks. First thing in the morning. Is he in there? Yes. How's his mood? Now might not be the best time. No, I'll take the chances. It better be important. Prime I just jumped 50 feet. Three, a horseradish. <laughs> Thanks, I'll have the steward send some up. Thought we'd set a course for this brown dwarf system. Looks interesting. I can't wait. In the meantime, why don't we shoot a little nine ball? You can break. <laughs> so, that's interesting. We can play a little nine ball, you can break. They have pool? <laughs> sign me up <laughs> I'm not very good at it but sign my ass up <laughs> I know they have poker and chess and I'm not very good at chess either and hell I taught my sister to play chess and she whoops my ass every freaking time <laughs> now tell us how you really feel <laughs> about what my sister I love my sister she's she's my sister I gotta love her I can't I, I can't not love her. She's my sister. I'm just kidding. Shit. She can't be a pain in my ass. <laughs> You're funny. So you guys probably heard me say I jumped 50 feet there. Because what happened was I went to take a drink of my coffee. My iced coffee. And some of it dripped on my leg and spooked the shit out of me. You said it wrong. Sorry. Said what from wrong? Said what wrong? I... Ice coffee. It's not. Okay, it's it's a frozen caramel cielo from a place <laughs> called Beans and Brew, which is only a Utah coffee no, store. No, no. 
It's still wrong. What's wrong about it? <laughs> it's frou-frou coffee. Oh, according to my father, it's frou-frou coffee, right? There you go. <laughs> First you bring my mother into it, then my father, and then I bring my sister into it, and what do you do? You decide to retaliate and bring my father into this. See how you are, darling? I love you. See how you are. <laughs> frou-frou. <laughs> well, they probably have frou-frou coffee on the Enterprise, too. Let's find out. Well, they have uh, <laughs> Arectogeno. It's a Cleon coffee. And DS9. You probably heard of it. I was going to save this for a rainy day, but... Save it something for a rainy day. Stanford versus Texas. Uh-oh. You have Archer's attention. The finals? He was looking glaring at the chip like, the finals. You've been threatened to teach me the finer points of the game. So sports still exist in the future. Unless you're too busy with your brown dwarfs. <laughs> we really need to go into the future so that we can get on the starship. <laughs> We're on one! <laughs> the NCC 73117. The USS Little Hero. <laughs> we say it in the intro every day. <laughs> Where do you think we are? Dun dun dun. <laughs> for the sake of the podcast, we are on a starship. For the sake of real life, we're in a hotel room. <laughs> but it's kind of nice to know that sports like football, water polo, baseball, basketball, all still exist in the future. Exactly. You know, and to hear that the Enterprise has a nine ball. Is that ball? That's pool. Yes. <laughs> I know they have cards because they play solitaire and TOS are round cards. But, and they play poker and TNT with regular cards. So, where's their television set? <laughs> On the NX01 Enterprise, it is in the mess hall. They basically use it like a theater. Um,. You don't really see much for TV except for the first, the pilot episode for TOS with Captain Pike. In his room, he has like a television kind of sitting there. Um, and then you don't really see anything else until uh, Voyager with Tom Paris because he is a fanatic of our era. You know? Mm-hmm. He even knows what an automobile is. He even knows what a carburetor is, for crying out loud. Which you will find out when we get to that episode in Voyager. All right. So, but it's nice to know that uh, in the future we still have sports. You know, and it would be kind of nice to see, like, Data watching sports and going, yes, yes, yes. Right. You know, trying to be more human. Right. Or seeing Picard watch uh, them play darts. Right. Or Riker watching someone play polo or, you know, uh, baseball. You know, mm-hmm. it would be nice to see them do that, but they never do because there's too much other shit to do. Right. My thing always was on the Enterprise D. If you're flying somewhere, what do you do besides watch the stars on that big ass screen? Why not watch a movie? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> See, here's something. That's the thing about dogs, they have a good hearing. Porthos! 
they just don't like being touched. Remember how uncomfortable they looked when the captain tried to shake their hands? They looked that way the entire time. Besides, they didn't really lose their temper. See what I mean? Lieutenant Reed has two square uh, rectangles. Uh-huh. Mayweather has one. Yep. So, Lieutenant Ensign. So they arrived here in the mess hall. Whoa! Why are you staying for the movie tonight? What's playing? Uh, Wages of Fear. Classic French film. Is Wages of Fear a real movie? Huh? No, you'll like Look that up, I think Things so. blow up. Look it up again, just make sure. Hmm. Sounds fun. Hmm. It's there's an explosion in it. I'm curious now, on some of these movies that they claim are, are real in the series... And you rewind it a little bit so you got the... No. Okay. It's a, ni- it's a film from... Ni- a French film from 1953. Okay. Yay, French films. No, thanks. I'm turning in early. We might need a translator. Those subtitles go by pretty fast. Had enough language problems for one day. It wasn't your fault, Hoshi. And then Hoshi hears something behind the bulkhead. We're gonna have to sit in the back. One minute. I hate missing the beginning. It's on the computer. You can watch it whenever you want. It's not the same. You don't want to go back and see the first part after you know how it ends. <laughs> Why not? I've done it. Power just went out on D-Deck. Cargo Bay 2. I had to watch the movie Grease like four different times just to watch it all the way through. Leave it for the night shift. If it's just a blown relay, it'll take you ten minutes to fix. Here. The comms out too. Might see a person in a t-shirt, flying a long sleeve shirt. Two hours and twenty-four minutes. A gallon kind of dress. Men in a truck. You'll be on the edge of your seat. You promised me explosions. Don't worry. Man, if you want something with explosions, any Arnold Schwarzenegger film would do. Or Chuck, some of the Chuck Norris ones. They got lots of explosions. First you see Dr. Fox, and then this is and then all of a sudden you see the operations. Breach the bridge. Go ahead, Dan. Uh, we're trying to watch a movie down here, but instead we'll be treated to a view of you. So unless you're planning on giving us a little song and dance, maybe you can see what's gone wrong. Come on. Come that's a tiny ass screen that they're watching yeah. for water polo. I do support. Deep enough so that no one can touch the bottom. I didn't know it was such a rough game. <laughs> Think of it as uh, one part basketball, one part swimming, and one part wrestling. And I thought it was just a bunch of guys screwing around in a pool. <laughs> I drink a beer with pretzels. Dun, dun, dun. 
So something that's going to come up in a little bit is when they seal off all breaches in this era, it wasn't with what they're about to start sealing them with, which is force fields. So usually they use a if they just they go out there they fix it then they repressurize the area. Well, that's because Mr. Reed is gonna figure out how a uh, what did I call it a minute ago? It's not holodeck. It's um, sweet. Hmm. Sweet. No. Not shields, it's uh. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh oh. Force field. See slime dripping out of the roof and then oozing down to the floor and over. See something wiggle by. What is that thing? I have no clue. Engineer. And he's captured. Michael, is that you? Hello? Hello? Nice! Goal! You see the way number 12 set him up? Well, he's called the point man, right? Very good. I told you. Best sport in the world. Well, I'll still take a great off-tackle run down the backfield, but I can see how I can get hooked on this. Thanks for I'd rather take football, too, Trip. My pleasure. Now, keep watching while Texas trounces your sorry California butts. Uh-oh. You haven't watched the end of this, have you? Of course not. Of course not. Why would I do a cheaty son-of-a-bitch thing like that? <laughs> Texas just filed one of my boys. He's going to be ejected for 20 seconds. Is that fair? It gives your guys an advantage. Well, that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't suppose it'd be practical to put a pool on the ship. Well, I wouldn't want to be taking a swim if the gravity plating went offline. Good point. No. <laughs> Kelly to the captain. Go ahead. Sir? I'm in cargo bay two, and there's some kind of life form in here. Life form? It's got Rostov, sir. He's still conscious, but he can't. No oh, shit, woman. Run, you two, run! Fly, you fools. And here comes Archer and Trip with phasers and flashlights. Along with reading another. Crewman. Weapons to stun. Captain. Reed is going first.
They are searching the cargo bay. We have no clue. It's part of a very, 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 very much larger entity. We have no freaking idea what it is. Okay. The light. Put the light on it, it tightens up on her. It relaxes when they take the light off. Reed is now scanning it. She's alive. Close the rest off. Leave. That had to be hard to be in the positions they were in, covered in slime and stuff. They leave. scanning for their ship. Try to pick up their warp trail. We'll need to communicate with them better than last time. I'll do my best. To Paul the Dr. Flock's report. I'm preparing to examine the specimen. Would you care to observe? Yes. Stand by. Now they're going to observe the doctor. Who's in decon in a full EV outset. That's wise, Doctor. Possibly not. But I'm going to need a Do you think that's wise, Doctor? Possibly not. Physiology. 
I like how he just pulls off. That'll be quite enough. They look a lot like the phonetic patterns in certain Andorian dialects. With all due respect, Hoshi, we're not talking about nouns and verbs here. It could take you days to learn a language like that, even if it is one. What other choice do we have? Give me a chance. I'm sorry, Hudson. There isn't enough time. Stop, Commander. We need to neutralize it. Quickly. You said phase missiles had no effect. None that I could tell. Then I suggest you find a method that does. If I may... <laughs> Highly photosensitive. A sustained burst of EM radiation might be enough to stun the creature. Might. Can you assemble some EM emitters? It'll take a few minutes. Encased in whatever it is. Why doesn't it just kill us? Take it easy. I'm sure T'Pol and Malcolm are doing everything they can to get us out of here. Can either of you see Crewman Kelly? Yes, sir. How's she look? She's still breathing. She's still breathing. <laughs> Dave, I'm still unconscious. Captain? Yeah. I imagine in a situation like this, they cancel the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine so. I really wanted to see it. Eve Montal, driving explosives to the mountains. <laughs> I'll make sure they reschedule it for next week. Thank you, sir. Here comes Travis and the other security guards. They're security officers. systems appear to be linked to the organisms. They're sharing autonomic functions and neural impulses. If we continue firing, we could end up killing our own people. There you go. Mr. Reed, withdraw your team. Understood. 
rate of symbiosis is increasing. If we don't find a way to extract them soon, their systems will be too integrated with the creature. I won't be able to separate them. You wanted a chance to communicate? <laughs> I suggest you begin. It's time for Hoshi to kick into overdrive. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> How much time do they have? A few hours at most. Their metabolic rates are dropping. Temperature, respiration. There must be some way to cut them out of there. I'm not sure if you appreciate how alien this creature is. It's not attacking our crewmen. It's trying to integrate them into itself. The end result's the same. At some point in the very near future, there won't be six life forms in that cargo bay. There'll, be There'll one. only be one. If that thing continues to grow, we're going to have to find a way to contain it. Do you have a suggestion? Starfleet's been working on creating a stable EM barrier for the last five years. A force field? Right. They just haven't found a way to control the particle density. All the specs are in the database. I've been trying to jerry-rig a prototype of my own. And? I've got it stable enough to absorb a face pistol blast 60% of the time. That's pretty good. I, think I can improve on that. I suggest you work quickly. I think I found them. Where? Point five two light years from here. Lay in a course. I already have. I've been sending out hails, but we're still out of calm range. Let me know as soon as they respond. Any progress? Believe me, you'll be the first to know. I'm sorry. It's frustrating. I'm not having a lot of luck. The situation requires expertise, not luck. Maybe I don't have the expertise. If you don't, no one else aboard Enterprise does. I'm doing my best. Come on, Hoshi, you can do it! We attempt to communicate with it. If you don't think that's possible, we'll have to find another solution. I've made a little progress. But our translation matrix isn't designed for this. Look at it. It's more like a calculus equation than a language. Mathematics is sometimes considered a form of language. I believe that. What I'm trying to say is that I could use help from someone with a background in higher mathematics. Perhaps I can assist you. Texas goalie can't block to his right. <laughs> his hands too deep. How do you know that, Captain? I know it too. I don't understand anything about water polo. It's this life form. It's linking us together somehow. Andrew Panics. Calm down. Senior year, North American 
regionals against Princeton. We... I mean, you were down by two goals under a minute left. And what was I thinking? What was I thinking? You thought... You could win. Every game. You always thought you could win. No matter how far behind you were. And we did. We went on to the finals that year. As soon as you give up, the game's lost. Yeah, he's right. state. Probably a reaction to the shock of being severed from the larger organism. But it's alive. Very much so. Good. It's just dormant. If you don't mind. <laughs> I'd like to run a few tests of my own. What kind of tests? I need to determine how much bioelectric stress it can tolerate. May I ask why? I'm trying to create a force field to isolate the cargo bay. But if it's going to work... I have to calculate how much of a jolt it will take to repel the organism without killing it. Or any of the people it's taken. If you intend to pummel this appendage with EM radiation until it cries for mercy, I'm afraid I can't permit that. Why not? This is more than just a severed limb. It exhibits all the signs of an intelligent being. Intelligent being or not, its big brother is in the cargo bay strangling the captain and four other crewmen. If we don't do something to contain it now, it could pose a threat to everyone on board. There are less invasive ways to gather the information you need. Such as? A microcellular analysis. How long would that take? Less than an hour. In less than an hour, that thing could spread across half a deck. I'm willing to help you, Mr. Reed, but not if it means torturing this organism. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't our mission to try to better understand the unique forms of life? Not if they're trying to kill the captain. We don't know anything about this creature's intentions. I admire interspecies ethics. No, he ever said it was killing the captain. I have to assume his intentions are hostile. Now, if you don't mind. You have not asked one question. If you want information to help you construct your force field, you'll require it under my supervision. Oh. Don't know what the creature is. You have no clue. True. Unless the captain says otherwise. The captain is in no condition to offer an opinion. Precisely. Fine. Fine. Your rules. Even Flox could still outrank the captain. We better get to it. As far as I know, any medical person can say to the captain, you're relieved of duty until further notice due to complications of whatever their issue is. Right. Did you compensate for frequency drift? I wouldn't be much of a calm officer if I didn't. Gonna find out something about your emotions to control uh, you. Won't help solve this problem. To Paul, see I didn't ask for you to keep count of every time I make a mistake or to second guess all of my decisions. As first officer, it's my duty to supervise you. This goes beyond duty, subcommander. You've been looking over my shoulder ever since you came on board, double checking my log entries, my translations. It's my job. 
Is that all we're talking about? You don't think I belong on Enterprise, do you? On the contrary. It would be a great loss to Starfleet if you were not a part of this crew. If you feel I've been unfair to you, I apologize. <laughs> but I hold you to a high standard, Ensign, because I know you're capable of achieving it. There you go. Yep. DePaul Shall holds you to a higher standard because she knows what she's yes. capable of. Um, why don't we take another look at the subharmonics? I was thinking we could run them through the decryption matrix, see if we can find a pattern. All I see is numbers, codes. Any code can be broken. Uh-oh. Someone's communicating. And Travis is the only one on the bridge. You hailed us? You speak English. We studied your database. It wasn't difficult. Okay. We have a problem. Yes. There's an alien organism on our ship. Yes? It came aboard around the same time we saw you. We were hoping you might know something about it. Describe this organism. Well, it's so big. it's an organism. But it didn't yes. start out that way. It's like a large mass of tendrils. Tendrils? Like a giant web, but it moves and grows. We have seen this. Where? On its home world. Perhaps it attached itself to our ship. It wasn't our fault. Can you tell us where this planet is? It wasn't our fault. Apologize. Excuse me? We will send you the coordinates, but first, you must apologize to us for your offense. That's the thing. <laughs> we don't know what we did to offend you. On your ship, you put food in your mouths. You mean eat? Yes, eat. I don't understand. It is like mating. It is very offensive to us. We were just eating. How do you eat? We eat the same way, but not in the presence of others. See? I see. Okay. Please. So, Hoji's please. translation was technically correct. We had no idea that would be offensive to you. It was simply a misunderstanding. On behalf of the entire crew, I sincerely apologize. Go, Travis! Your apology is accepted. Thank you. They do meet the Kurtassins one more time, by the way. Now, can I have those coordinates? Uh-oh. She's still out? Rostov is out? Like Archer's um, okay so far. Yeah. I you drifted away over there. You aren't feeling much better than I do. Rastoff. 
his a lot farther apart and distance than uh, the yeah. other crewmen's.
just sounds like a constant tone. You create this. distortions in the tone. Hopefully, the organism will understand what I'm trying to do. to start talking back to him. But got his message across. It wants to go home. Right. And I turned to holding the four, the six crewmen hostage, basically, until Hoshi figured out how to talk to him, and told him, "Hey, I, and it told them, hey, I want to go home. I don't want to hurt nobody. You know." You did good, Hoshi. You did good. Now they're at the planet. 
One is disengaging. And they are walking to the location up for the entity to be replaced. most of the planet. Right. That's okay. Okay, Vicky. So, season one, episode twenty-two, Vox Sola. What did you think of this episode? I thought it was great. It was kind of a weird creature, but I thought it was great. Mm, okay. So, on a scale of one to ten, one being the worst, ten being the best, five in the middle. Where do you put this one? I'm going to have to give it a four. <laughs> okay, you didn't like it? Well, I mean, it was, it drug on. You know? Yeah, kind of. Felt like it took its sweet time to get to nowhere. My opinion. Okay, fair enough. So where did you think this episode hinged on? The creature. Explain. If it wouldn't attach itself to the ship. to to their ship, then we wouldn't have even known it existed. They wouldn't have known it existed. They still wouldn't have known if they couldn't have seen it. Right. You know, but once it started taking on the crew, then things became different. Right. So, I'll agree with you on this one. So, Vicky, anything else you want to say? Should I tell them where they can get a hold of us and find us? You can if you'd like. Google Podcast, Breaker, Overcast, 
Pocket Cast for Public Radio and where it all started. Anchor. <laughs> you can also contact us. That was very enthusiastic, wasn't it? It's just a, and I'm Anchor. At <laughs> <laughs> Mickey's Adventures into Star Trek at gmail.com. And what can they do with that? They can email us. For what reason? Because they just love us, because we're adorable. But what can they do with that information? They can say, hey, we, I hate your guts, or hey, I think you're adorable. So they can get in contact us. Yes. As that Vicky's Adventures <laughs> in the Star Trek. Or Facebook. True. At gmail.com. Mm-hmm. So. Alrighty, well then I guess until next time. I'm William. And I'm Vicky. And we will catch you on the next mission, ladies and gentlemen. Stay safe out there. Bye. (laughs) Bye.